Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. We've had a number of chats about my background, where I've come from and some of the things that I've come up against. However, what I've not yet shared with you is some of the lessons of a change agent. Some of the lessons that I believe are important to understand and can help you. I think you can probably call me a change agent for probably about the last 15 years. And there's been some lessons that I've learned along the way that I want to share with you today. These are in no particular order, but each of them are really important. And in fact, could be a podcast episode about each of them separately. So the four things that I want to talk about. The first one being, the solution is not yours. So the success of change really comes by the person or from the person that you're working with or the team that you're working with and then really owning the solution. When I was in the public sector in around 2006, I embarked upon a journey rolling out visual management. I had just attended my own training course where I was introduced to the benefit of a performance board. And I was then tasked with rolling it out to the team I was working with. I was so convinced that this was the answer to all of their problems. I left the room, went straight to the team and tried to sell the solution. However, they could not see what I could see. They did not think they needed a board. So why was that? Well, they'd they'd been working in a particular way, in a particular style for for a number of years. And then to have somebody who didn't work with that team just walk towards them, wheeling a whiteboard and saying this is the answer to all of the problems without engaging them was a huge, huge mistake. The important thing about change is that the solution is not the change agents. The solution is the people who work that process. What you generally find is people protect what they build. So it's important that the people you want to use, the solution to whatever problem it is, have developed that solution. They've built it themselves. They've been engaged. They're bought into it. They understand the reasons why. So the first one, is about the solution is not yours. The second lesson is it's all about behaviour and enabling people to do the right thing. Everything that we try to do is to get people to do the right thing and create an environment that supports the right behaviours. What we want to do is create an environment that makes it easier to do the right thing than the wrong thing. And if the wrong thing is possible, we want to try to design a solution or a system that makes it harder to do. So it's all about behaviours 
and enabling people to do the right thing. But if we think about a behaviour as an observed act, something that you can see, we need to unpick that and understand the things that drive those behaviours. So if you think, um, in fact, I'll give, I'll give you an example. Um, probably in around 2010, I was, was tasked with uh, working with a senior management team to get them to, to deliver to deliver change and to, and to improve. Um, I turned up to, to a session and I, I'd mocked up a certificate. I'd forward dated the certificate three years. And, and I then stood up at the start of the room and, and I presented the certificate to them, pretending that we were three years ahead of where we were. They'd achieved the status, um, which was... In, in, in this organisation, it was, it was the lean model office status. They'd achieved it. And this was a certificate to prove that they'd, they'd achieved it. After I presented them with the certificate, I then asked them to, to describe and outline all of the behaviours that they see. If they were to walk back into the office, what would they see people doing? How would they see people acting? We went through this exercise and after that, I then asked them, okay, over the last three years, these are the behaviours that you now see out there. What are the things, what are the actions that we have delivered that have created an environment to deliver those behaviours? That then created the roadmap for us to work with, with a common goal and the behaviours that we wanted to create. So... Number two is it's all about behaviours and enabling people to do the right thing. I've been having conversations with, with a number of people recently about habit stacking. Uh, and habit stacking simply is a, is a means to, um, to, to create or, or form a, a new habit um, or, or behaviour. And, and you stack it on top of an existing behaviour. So, for example, if you every day brush your teeth but you don't always brush your hair, um, it's quite rich coming from a bald person. But um, if, you, if you don't always uh, brush your hair and you want to start brushing your hair every single day, you can stack that habit on top of brushing your teeth So uh, um, and then learn to do that. So you then relate brushing your hair straight after brushing your teeth. That's habit stacking. And when you introduce, um, where I'm going with that, is when you introduce a performance board or some form of visual management, there's got to be a reason for that and it's got to try to solve a problem or work towards identifying a non-conformance of a standard to then allow you to then problem solve it in the future or problem solve it straight away. And if you can understand the flow of that information from identification of a problem or non-conformance of standard through to a problem solving event and the, the different behaviours that are required to be displayed along the way, um, then that is habit stacking your your improvement journey. So number two is it's all about behaviours and enabling people to do the right thing. The third one links quite strongly with that and it's making make it visual. So I'm quite a visual person. I've even been described as quite creative, but I don't think you can beat talking through pictures. As you know, a picture paints a thousand words, but this could be true about visuals at work or utilising a wall to engage people in what, in what you're doing. 
If you leave me long enough with a pack of post-its and a pen, I will redecorate your walls. But this is all aimed at being able to talk to and engage people, or to bring people up to speed on where we're up to as quick as possible, even if nobody is there to talk them through it. So visual management, or just making things visual, is, is, is key. Um, there's a number of change agents or practitioners that, I, that I've worked with that like to have the comfort of their laptop um, to, to create all of the plans, um, in electronic form, to create the documents in PowerPoint and then share them electronically. Um, I genuinely believe there's no substitute, if you have the opportunity, for making it visual, gathering people around the visual and, and then just having an open, honest discussion and debate. Everywhere um, I work, I try to, to stick the, the current state picture that's not a value stream map or a process map. What I mean by that is the current state or the current condition that, that I want to try to, to understand, whether it be the meeting structure, whether it be the organisational um, structure, whether it be the actions that we're going to deliver, whether it be an example of habit stacking and, and how we want to then um, stack all our habits as we go. I'm a big advocate in, in making it visual, whether it be um, a... Um, a customer journey with all of the pain points identified um, so you can so you can talk about them as soon as you make something visual you make it real for for anybody to to walk past for anybody to see and for anybody to talk about and understand you're exposing the problems and the challenges that then allow you to uh, to, to go ahead and fix it so that was the third one and then then the fourth one um, is about understanding what is the problem you're trying to solve a lot of improvement initiatives um, are all about introducing tools um, without really considering what the problem is that you're trying to solve. Everything we do, we are trying to make tomorrow better than today or today better than yesterday. We want to make continual steps to develop and improve, whether that is the, the, the individual and the capability of an individual, whether it's the process it, itself. But we want to try to make continual steps for improvement and making tomorrow better than today. And I genuinely believe the only way you can do that is by critically understanding what the problem is that you're trying to solve. Um, if you're introducing, say, a, a, a huddle board, um, so like a, a performance board or a, a daily stand, a, a meeting, what you're not trying to do is introduce a board, introduce a meeting. You're trying to solve a problem by doing that, what is the problem that you're trying to solve? Is it communication? Is it the flow of information? Is it the engagement within a team? Is it is it the um, the engagement across multiple teams? If you can understand the problem that you're trying to solve, then that'll allow you to create the compelling need to introduce whatever the solution is. But then remember, the solution is not yours. It's the person that's going to use it, so they need to build it um, because they protect what they build. So there's a lot of linkage between all four of the things that, that I've spoken about today. But I generally believe that if I was to, to be asked or challenged on to pick four, um, four lessons of a change agent, these are the four that, that, that I, would, I would go with. So number one is the solution is not yours. Number two is it's all about the behaviours and enabling people to do the right thing by creating an environment that allows that. 
Number three is about making it visual and exposing um, those issues, exposing the challenges and exposing and making visual the things that you want to communicate to a wider group. And then number four is understand what is the problem that you're trying to solve. Because if you're not trying to solve a problem, then why the hell are you doing what you're doing? So those are the four lessons that I want to introduce you today um, of, a, of a change agents. Um, as always, you know exactly how to, to contact me via, via LinkedIn or via the website leehorton.com. And I, uh, I look forward to, uh, to chatting with you again next week. Have fun. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.